With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we're going to run through all the experts' data for Game Week 7, including their transfer plans, captaincy, and there's a few wildcards active this week. Between them all, our participants have got 5 top 100 finishes, 51 top 1Ks, and 326 top 10Ks. So make sure you subscribe to help guide your season with this experts' data. So Alex has held on to the top spot among the experts, another big green arrow for him after scoring 97 and he's inside the top 1k now and aiming for back to back top 1k finishes. Well done if you're able to beat the experts average score which was 74 last week. Lots of transfer activity this week, 5% have got their wildcard active, only 18% are rolling, 51% are spending one transfer, 24% are making two and a couple of managers are spending three transfers. In terms of hits, 13% are taking a minus 4 this week. The latest from Arteta is that Saka hasn't trained with the squad yet. We should know before the deadline if he's trained later on Friday, or at the very least if he's travelled. If he's out, then a minus 4 is certainly justified for someone like Sun given the upcoming fixtures. Let's have a look at the top players they're bringing into their teams and selling for Gameweek 7. So Morris is their top transfer in, 28% of the experts bringing him in for the double game week. On the one hand, it is a double gaming, so he should be good for a minimum of 4 points, but on the other hand, Luton are 16th for XG this season, and he's amassed 0.94 non-penalty XG, so essentially he's not taken enough quality shots to have been expected to score even once this season. It's a move that perhaps makes more sense if you've still got your wildcard in your pocket, but he's a very fair punt. Trippier is the second top transfer of 19% buying him. Realistically, his 18-pointer might have been his top score this season, but they are home to Burnley, so more good fixtures to come, and therefore he is worth buying regardless. He was also rested midweek in the League Cup with Livramento playing in right back for that one. If we pull up the projected clean sheets for Gemic 7-12, Newcastle were just barely behind Man City in second. If you can't afford Trippier, then Botman and Cher both great picks. Botman is currently flagged, Burn reportedly ill. Perhaps Byrne is the 4th best Newcastle defender given the illness and he does have target and haul for competition. House said they'll give every chance for both Wilson and Botman to be fit for Gameweek 7. Bowen's been picked up by 11% this week, flying under the radar at 7.1mm and 11% ownership. 
came across a nice graphic from FPL Radar here which shows his percentile data comparison and he's in the 100 percentile for XG. In other words, every midfielder in the league is below him for non-penalty XG this season. Four goals and one assist so far and he's got Sheffield United home next. You might also be wondering about Ward Prowse, who has been doing well with two goals and three assists himself. He's in the 89th percentile for XG, but 99th for BPS. As we know, he's an absolute machine for racking up BPS, and any game he returns in, he stands a good chance of taking bonus. In fact, he's sixth among all midfielders for BPS accrued, and he wasn't signed until game week two, so he's one game behind the rest. 47% have sold Chilwell, he's a must sell now after consecutive benchings, and he's now injured after being subbed off midweek in the League Cup. 16% are selling Jackson, most of those are switching straight to Morris. So as we said, 5% have got their wildcards active this week. One manager has actually got his bench boost active, Gary Smith. I had a read into his gaming notes and he said, All the teams are starting to look the same, so I've planned for a bench boost. Just 16 extra points will get me to top in my mini leagues. The Burnley and Luton assets just need to play and I can leave them benched for the rest of the season. You always end up with four budgets on a bench boost anyway, so I'm getting it over with early to concentrate on the first 11. So we've got a couple of wildcard teams sending from the experts. Good food for thought on which players to have in your thinking, even if yours isn't active. Lucas has got Ariola, Cash, Kabore Botman, Madison Diaby, Salah Bowen, Saka, Morris and Haaland. Here's what he had to say. My initial plan was to play the wildcard one week later to attack the nice fixture swings of Liverpool, West Ham, Villa and Spurs. However, after another poor game week, I needed to sell some underperforming players like Chilwell and Eze. Morris as a one-week punt is a chance worth taking in my position. To get Bowen also for game week 7 feels nice. I wanted to get Salah as well. I think he will keep delivering. And even with his price tag, I'm happy with the rest of the team. Midfield looks strong. Many good options to choose from. And with 2 mil in the bank, I plan to sell Morris in the next game week for Alvarez or possibly Darwin as a nice differential. Only concerns now are the yellow flag players. We'll keep monitoring the situation. Sun or a Man United mid might come in if we have any more news by the deadline. The other wildcard active is big for FPL and he has a few differences in his team. He's got Ryer in goal, Kabore, Walker and Botman. He did note that Walker is going to be buyer by the deadline. He's holding in case of a price rise. He's got Saka, Madison, Gordon, Salah, Morris, Alvarez and Haaland as a front three. Here's what he had to say. I got off to a strong start, being up at 59k after Gamic 5, but after Gamic 6 dropped to 216k. Although the decision isn't a knee-jerk on rank, I think it was an early sign of the fixture swing impacting my team. As a result, the key players I wanted to bring in, or out on a wildcard, were Salah in, Sterling and Chilwell out, and Morris for the double game week, with money in the bank to get Watkins afterwards. My team structure revolves around 8 attackers in order to avoid injuries or benching causing headaches. For example, if Madison or Saka are truly out this weekend, then Mbumo is still there and he'll also play most weeks in my case over Gordon. Ultimately, the decision was based on getting Salah as a surefire asset, as opposed to risking the inconsistency of Sun, Rashford and Sterling, etc. Thanks gents and good luck on the wildcards. On to experts captaincy then. Some are taking the double gaming opportunity and Captain and Morris, just 8% going for it though, while 92% are sticking with Haaland. They're basically dead even on reviews projections this week, 0.2 difference is negligible and it's not enough to say definitively that X is better than Y. That's essentially noise, so in that case your own intuition is necessary. Given Morris's low ownership, it is a big opportunity if it comes off this week. Onto the experts team reveal for Gamic 7, this is the aggregated team from their highest owned players and the team for Gamic 7 looks like this. It's Pickford in goal, Kabore, Botman and Cash in defence, Cash joins the team this week. 
Saka, Rashford, Fernandez, Madison, and Bumo midfield. Haaland and Alvarez up top. So a few flags in the team. Not necessarily ruled out for game week seven though. A solid bench in the experts team if any were to miss out this week. Despite Morris being the most transferred in, not enough change in ownership because Alvarez is that massive 89%. In terms of where the team's heading, one of Rashford, Bruno and Saka likely to drop out in game week eight in favor of Sun ahead of back-to-back -back games against Luton and then Fulham. Many are eyeing up a gaming 8, 9 or 10 wildcard, so the team could see a shaker, but it's well set up this week. As poor as Pickford's been, Luton Home's a great fixture with very good clean sheet potential. Not the week to be selling him, and to be fair he's also got Bournemouth Home in Gamic 8. As always, we ask the experts for any tips and insight for the Gamic ahead. Kaki's the manager top of the experts league and he says, This week is a weird one with most players being a hole given the massive fixture swing next week for the likes of Spurs and Villa. Don't be afraid to roll instead of going for a one week punt on a double gamer from a bad team. Adam Dennett says, Might have to be the first minus four hit of the season depending on Saka and Madison news. As a Burnley fan I need to resist the heart over head urge to bring Amdouni in. TomTom Tom says, Hard to remember a season with so many great options, particularly in midfield put so much pressure on your team to perform. And Bumo, Sterling and Rashford on paper have a great next two or three games, but owners such as myself will be getting itchy trigger fingers with so many other good midfielders around. Aaron Morley says, I've always been a believer in double game leagues and I've even brought in Morris, but honestly, Luton and Burnley might be the worst double game league in FPL history. I'm not getting my hopes up. FPL Cholo says, Wildcard active because I have plenty of flag players, no Son or Salah or Trippier, and I've started my season poorly. Team dependent for sure, but I'm excited to start, hopefully seeing green arrows. And lastly, FPL Sparky says, For a nanosecond, I thought about putting the armband on Morris, and then slapped myself in the face and put it on Haaland. Thanks for watching, everyone. Hit subscribe if this was helpful. This game week, I'm going to be in Ireland for an FPL meetup, so no deadline stream. However, I will be on FPL Air's deadline stream if you want to join us. Good luck all. Sports Social Podcast Network.